Wait, how the fuck do you run marathons? I was like, mostly self-hatred. You got to break the ice with some beep boops. Uh, you know, uh, beep boops have been scientifically proven to break the ice. <laughs> okay. That's not actually true, but it's probably the best advice that I'm going to give today. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's not true. I think you gave some good advice today. I think, uh, I think you do. This episode is a special three-part episode. This is part one. Of three, so come back and listen to the rest of them, please, if you like it. Anyway, it's about heartbreak. Uh, I had recently gone through a traumatic breakup that uh, Wes and I wanted to you know, record and talk about. Actually, I wanted to record and talk about uh, and put it on the podcast because it's kind of what we do. And by the listener's timeline, they now know about your breakup before I did. <laughs> and I'll I, let them figure that out. You're not wrong, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I would do the same to you. <laughs> Good. Good. That makes me really happy because I've wondered that the whole time. Anyway, uh, so um, if you guys are here for the spins of the week, uh, come back next week because we don't have one this week. This is just a conversation that I dropped on Wes out of nowhere, and we ran with it for a while, and uh, it turned out really good. So hope you enjoy it and get something out of it. Or at least maybe you might learn something about... Well, you're going to learn something about me, for sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, Wes, you got anything else for him before we let him have it? I've got some energy for your mom. <laughs> this is Punch Drunk Vinyl. I'm Rylan. And I'm Wes. And he's got energy for your mom. <laughs> Beep boop. What were we talking about? Uh, I wanted, so today I wanted to talk about... Uh, no, 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 what were we talking about when you pressed record? <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, dad bods? Yeah. Yeah, dad bods. Yeah. Cut all that out. Okay. <laughs> Please. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we do that. Um, I want to talk about heartbreak. Okay. Yeah. Um, I hope you're okay with that topic. I'm in. All right. Cool. My partner and I split up this weekend, and I wanted to tell you about it uh, in this setting because I wanted to get like a real reaction and I wanted to have like a real conversation about it. And if you think that's not fair, you can tell me to fuck off and we can re- not record this conversation. I'm just really excited that uh, when you were like, hey, I've got a surprise topic for you. It isn't about what a piece of shit I am. <laughs> I told you, it's not about you, it's about me. Oh well, yeah, but like... <clears throat> also, it's not about, why would that, that would not be like, hey, hey Wes, I want, I want to record an episode t- and talk about how much I hate you and then put it on the air for people. I just think you need to get your life together. Dude. Okay, well, I'm not saying that's unfair. No, so I'm saying that's heavy. Yeah, so it's it's really Um, heavy. Um I've actually had a really really rough time. It was happened on Friday night, so it's really fresh. Um it's really fucking fresh. Uh and the reason I want to talk about it because I feel like it's important um and something that everybody can relate to. Yeah. And people have gone through but what what I want to talk about is like how how I'm processing it. But also, like, you know, before I get that fucking deep, um, 
yeah, so we split up on Friday night. Uh, I, I got like, uh, um, you know, yeah. That's weird. I guess I kind of saw that coming. Yeah, me, you, you, me too. You guys have been talking a lot. You have been talking about her less. Huh. That, that, that's interesting you noticed that. Yeah. Uh, we have a, we've had like a... Like, we've had some falling outs, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think something that we were trying to grow through. Um, this is, like, the third time we've had that conversation where I think she was trying. And this is also, I'm just thinking, this is me. I don't know. I don't know why. I'm not going to know why. That's how people work, you know? Yeah. Um, but um, I think this is, like, the third time where she was having, like, she was going to do it, and I didn't talk her out of it kind of thing. Like, she had planned yeah. on it before, um, you know, and then we had re- reasons to keep going. Yeah. Which was good. Like, we had a good relationship. Um, I want to tell you, I said heartbreak because I'm heartbroken. Like, I'm really uh, distraught over it. But that's also like, I mean, like, like you said, you knew it was coming. Like, I also knew it was coming. And I thought I was ready for it, too. Yeah. But I wasn't. Um, it's funny how, like, in your head you have ideas of, what could happen and like what's going to happen. Right. And you're like, think you're ready for that. And that's not, it's not how life is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I do wish you had talked to me Friday. Um, I, you know, I know I thought about calling you on Friday, like afterwards. Um, but I mean, I, it was kind of late and I had to work the next day and I really wanted to just like, unwind. I really wanted to, I didn't want to tell anybody yet. Yeah, you know, right. I didn't really, and I still don't actually. Like, I, I haven't told anybody really. Yeah. Um, I, and not because I'm like hoping that like we're gonna get back together or something. Um, I just, I'm not. I'm still processing a lot, and I've got a lot of process a lot, and so I don't want to have it be negative in any way, and so yeah. I don't want to get it out there and tell people and have it be a negative experience. Yeah. Especially people that like know us or people that even don't like, I, like some people will be like, Oh my God. Yeah. F that blah, blah. Like, I don't want that shit either. I'm not looking for one of those. No, that's uh that's um, actually really toxic. I don't remember my last breakup. I got some of those. Yeah. And it was just like, it's totally uncalled for. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, I don't, I don't think ever trashing the X is <clears throat> really ever called for unless, no, uh, no, like if you started ragging on, um, your ex-partner, I'd let you go at it. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't have anything yeah, exactly. to like, say about but, her. And I'm not going to invent I, bad things to say about her. Yeah, well, also, like, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm friends with, like, all my exes, you know, like, I'm a... Which is really impressive, because I'm not. <laughs> I'm friends with, like, most of them. Also, I won't say all of them, but a lot. Uh, we maintain, you know, friendships and relationships, and I think part of that is... Just caring for someone in a, in a way that's just not maybe not romantic or not you know, um, you know not relationship material feelings. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that's going to go in this situation. It's like I still have this like tremendous affection. Yeah. Um, but like, I gotta go. Over, that sounds weird. Like, <laughs> well, I, you know, uh, it, it's not weird actually. Like, uh, I think it's very human. Um, yeah. I don't see her as like the sort of person who's comfortable with that. We'll see. Actually, we talked about that. I think she wants to maintain a friendship. I think she's only saying that just to make me feel better about it. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I'm at the point right now where I don't want to, but also like, I'm going to say things right now that I probably don't like, I'm not really behind. My opinion can change. Like things change. Yeah. 
Yeah. Somehow that could maybe work, be worked out. But right now, my feelings won't allow that. You know, but it wouldn't allow a friendship. I'm going to be a real dick here. I get yeah. to see you more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I, I'm sorry for making this about me. No, do it. Make it about you. I mean, we're going to, I'm going to focus more on the podcast, man. Like for sure. Um, I'm really happy that we made it like probably three minutes and I haven't cried yet. Um, You've looked a couple of times like you might. Yeah. So that's uh, also why I didn't want to tell you already because I knew I'd just start bawling. Like if I told you before we started recording, yeah, uh, I would have just started crying. Yeah. Um, For the record, you won't be the first person to cry on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we're probably going to get there. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, or, you know, who knows? Yeah. So, um, honestly, uh, I have not experienced what I would call a ton of heartbreak okay. in my life. Yeah. Um, because, like, as, as a sufferer of post-traumatic, you know, stress disorder or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm always trying to stay out of relationships because I fear change. Like mm-hmm. it just like it is always negative. So I'm really good at not getting into serious relationships. I've sure. only um, gotten into a couple. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's true. I've never that about you for sure. Yeah. And so like I don't you have more experience with this than me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess I have a lot of, I mean, I have a lot of experience with heartbreak for sure. I think a lot of people hopefully can relate. That also, that topic itself, like that comment, like that like thought right now that like, as like a guy in my mid-30s and I'm experiencing heartbreak still, makes me like, I'm really that's, embarrassed by it. No, why? I, I, well, that's something I, I want to, I want to figure that out. Um, well, I, I don't know why. I feel like it's because I'm like, oh, I should know better at my age. But I think anybody can experience heart, heartache and heartbreak like yeah. No matter what fucking age you are or what where you're at in your life. Yeah, let's talk about why you think you should be embarrassed. I'm going to tell you why you shouldn't be embarrassed. <laughs> I mean, because well, just, like, just like you said, like, Ryland's experienced a lot of heartbreak. <laughs> uh, and so I feel like my, yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of serious relationships. Yeah. Uh, but I, and, and, like, we've joked before about my, like, serial monogamy, you know. Um, I thought that I thought that I'd, like, not that I thought I'd changed, but I thought this relationship was a lot different. Um, and I think it was good. Um, I definitely learned a lot from it, but, uh, I just, I think that I feel silly and I'm embarrassed because it's like, oh man, you don't have your shit together. Like I'll probably never have a shit together. Let's be honest. Like, or well, if I, or maybe that's just like, maybe what shit are we talking about? I don't know. I have a question. Like, did you guys break up because you don't have your shit together? No. Okay. That I don't see what, like, you're, like, I'm sitting in your living room. Your shit looks held together from here. <laughs> and I'm sitting in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. So, like. No, actually, well, actually that, 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 that brings up a funny point. I think we're going to jump around a lot in this, which I'm actually fine with. That's what we do. Yeah. But um, something else that I, like, kind of realized in that in that moment, in that in this breakup, is that, like, uh, this is, I didn't do anything wrong here. Like, I mean, like. We just weren't compatible. Right. And this is probably the first time in my like life that I've actually had that thought. Like usually what I do and I think what a lot of people do is carry guilt. They're yeah, they're destructive. They blame themselves. They carry guilt. They like put guilt. I, I, I typically will I'll typically spiral so down that I'll be like, this is my fault. I did this wrong, blah, blah, blah. And I'll go into this negative space of self-hate and blame everything that ever happened in the relationship on myself. And I will just woe is me through it all. Right. Yeah. But right now I'm like, 
this is the this is the relationship that I've tried the most in, that I have done the most during, that I have like worked on the most as far as like my growth during it and my conviction to it and uh my like energy being put into it, right? And that's a takeaway that is a positive. What do you got? It's also hilarious from here, though. Yeah. Because most of your relationships that I've seen end after you move in together. She never moved in here. (laughs) And you're like, this is the relationship I tried the hardest in. But you never cohabitated. Yeah. Maybe that's that's why it's good. How did you ever, like... Not try? Just lazy way into cohabitating. Which, by the way, I have done. (laughs) Yeah. Because sometimes it's like the path of least resistance. You exactly. want to move in with me? That's that's fine. I won't fight it. But yeah, well, yeah, also like you like in those moments too. Like there's been times where I was like you really caught up in the honeymoon phase of love, and you're very like in love with the person, and you don't really know how much you or if you love them yet. And then you move in together, and then you're there. Yeah, this wasn't that because you know she did not live here. We did not live together. But in those, in those past relationships, yeah, like I some of those. I mean, I knew it was the wrong move going into it, and I oh, just yeah. did it. Actually, like most of them, the the two that are like actually three, the main the main ones are yeah they. Uh, oh, I knew every I knew every time it was not the right move. How many women have you lived with? Uh three. Yes, yeah, I mean same yeah. with me. Yeah, and like every time I was like, I don't want this, but it is the path of like either I have to break up with them or like let them move in. Yeah, and so. I let yeah. them move in. There was time. one that I was I was ready for and I thought I was ready for, but I was also pretty young. Like the first one, I, didn't, I think the first relationship I had that I moved in with someone, I was probably like 23. You were young. And um, I thought we had this, I mean, we were going to get married and stuff. Like, you know, I thought I was going to have this like perfect relationship. And I did not know anything about myself or about relationships at that point. It was not a good move. Yeah. No. Yeah. But yeah, the other ones though, I knew ahead of time I shouldn't have done it. But that one I was like, I was all right. I was like, yeah, we're going to live together. It'll be great. Youth is beautiful. Youth is beautiful. And that's what I admire the most about you. Is <laughs> when I started dating, I was already old and cranky, you know, and like didn't <laughs> want people to live with me or up in my stuff. Yeah, sure. And you are like a romantic and you believe in spending the rest of your life with someone, maybe, and well, all these things, which is why it's so incredible. Like, you said it was embarrassing that you're in your mid thirties and you got your heart broken. Yeah, Dude, it's incredible that like you are repeatedly optimistic enough to be vulnerable, you know, and and get in relationships. Okay, I never thought of it that way. Now I'm crying, but um, I never thought of that. I mean, that's a good that's a good perspective. That's a strength, um, man. I mean, I'm vulnerable to anybody and with anybody. That's true. I mean, like, that's, a, that's just part of my personality is vulnerability. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. It has enabled me to... Um, Be a beautiful fucking person. Well, to pursue, like, relationships out of, like, trust and honesty and respect and, like, try to have, like, an honest relationship with someone, which I think is what those all were, even yeah. at different periods, you know? Yeah. This one especially, I think, was uh, set up that way. Um, yeah. I mean, I, so, uh, again, I just want to, like, I don't need, I, I love you. I, I, I'm not looking for sympathy in this conversation. I just want to tell you what I'm going through in my life and have a conversation about 
those feelings, I guess. But, yeah, so no, don't but, feel like but, you need to be yeah, like, Ryan, you're a good that, person. That was my knee-jerk reaction okay, when you were good. like, I'm embarrassed that I'm going through this in my mid-30s. Oh, yeah. And it's like, dude, I haven't, like, been on a serious, like, date in forever. Like, Yeah, you know, yeah, no, so. I get so, yeah, I mean, also, like, I mean, I have, I, I guess you think about it in the way of, like, you know, we've got friends who are, like, married and stuff, and they're, like, they've been married for, like, seven years, and I'm, like, how the fuck, I mean, I'm talking to those guys about heartbreak, and I'm thinking, like, this feels weird, but really, like, they're just humans, they understand, and they're, like, they probably get it more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. True. But also, I mean, like, to be fair, like, that's not why I didn't call you on Friday. Like, I was, like, I love Wes, but, like, I'm not going to have this conversation with him right now. <laughs> Wes will definitely try to get me to go out to a bar during a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was like, he, I would have, well, no, I think what, what is like, what I like about you in a lot of ways, well, I'll, I'll come to you for some conversations because I like Wes will play like either play the devil's advocate on something really well or, uh, you know, cause you're, you're kind of like, you're always like, you like to grab those opposite opinions to challenge me. And then that's a good thing. Like have like a person that challenges you. But this time I don't definitely did not want to be challenged. You know, like I just wanted to talk about, I mean, in that moment, that night, like on Friday night, I did not want anybody to tell me like, what about this? I just wanted to talk. I wanted to yell at someone and like vent and like, I was very frustrated and angry and like, and we're in a space of not like, not, I was in a good place, you know? Um, yeah. That's also like when you texted me like what I did on Saturday and I said, I just drank it three, four quarters of a fifth of whiskey. And you said with who? And I said, me, that's, that's why (laughs) I just, I wanted to feel numb and I did and it felt good. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's incredible that you can drink like that still. Yeah, I went to work the next day. I cannot. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, also it's not good because my body's felt it. Like, so I also, I drank it just, I drank again yesterday too. Um, and then I, doing it right now. I didn't go to the gym today though, but during the gym I was like, I'm feeling this two days of drinking pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> my body was tired. It didn't want to do anything. It wanted to, it was still warm. Like from the inside out, you know, like I guess more whiskey in my blood body than you know water. Oh, uh, definitely like reeked of IPA at mm-hmm. the gym. So yeah, but that is totally different than today. Uh, today my gym smell was like I thought that I smelled like an everything bagel. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, it, was, it was weird, but like that was a specific smell that I got was like garlic and onions and stuff like. Which is like appetizing. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know if anybody wants to have their, to, to smell like an everything bagel, but that's what I smelled today. Yeast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Yeasty. Like, yeah, really, really <laughs> fermented. I don't, yeah, no. Um, but yeah, so in processing this, like, I mean, I, I'll, I don't know how much we want to talk about, but I had a you know, pretty rough night on Friday. Um I actually, I got emailed my therapist, which I thought this is a fucking like great thing that I have in my life. I'm right. I feel privileged to have that. Right. Yeah. A lot of people don't have that option. And I feel like that's something we need to work on as a, like society is like make therapy more available. Mm-hmm. But so I emailed my therapist on Saturday. She got back to me and was like, I told her like, Hey, I'm kind of in a rough spot. This is what happened. Can we, can I see you on Monday instead of Tuesday? And can we make like a two hour session because I just need to talk, you know? And, um, she got back to me and was like, what are you doing at one fifteen? And I was like, uh, I'll be there. And I had a glass of whiskey and I, during our conversation and we actually had a really good conversation. She was like, okay, so why are you like, what are you really upset about right now? 
Like, or like, why do you feel this way? Like what, Yeah. you know, something she said that was really cool was she's like, you know, how, who, how, like, how does like, who defines like the success of a relationship? Like, does time define the success relationship? Cause that's bullshit. Right. Like the time you, you could have a successful relationship and it could be nine months long. It doesn't have to be forever. It doesn't have to be like storybook written, like till uh-huh. death do us part, like to be successful. Right. Right. Like, so in this nine month relationship I had, it's very short, but I had a lot of feelings and a lot of emotion, a lot of like, that's also the reason I feel silly, but that's something yeah. I, we can get to. But I, I got a lot of positives out of that. Like I learned a lot about myself. I learned about a good way to set boundaries, a good way to like, you know, understand what I want and what I don't want in a relationship, yeah. which I thought I probably already knew, but obviously not. Like, you know, I'm learning that every day. No, you're never going to know that, dude. No, not to like a T, but like, you know, there's things that you'll notice that like, you're like, eh, I don't like this or I don't want that, you know? Yeah. And that's good. That's healthy. Like, yeah. it doesn't mean you're a bad person or like anybody else is a bad person. It's just that like, you're not compatible. Yeah. And I think we knew early on that we were not compatible. We were focusing on chemistry versus compatibility. Remember that conversation we had on our run where I was telling you about that? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I realized that compatibility is kind of important. Totally is. It reminds me of like, this is, I think my, you know, like how your phone like fucking listens to you, right? Yeah. On Saturday. Yeah. Fucking one of those like punk rock Instagram thing, meme factories <laughs> that I follow posted high fidelity and it said, at John Cusack saying, books, CDs, television, these what? things matter. Yeah. Call what me shallow. Like? These things matter. Yeah. And what? it's like, oh yeah. I- I'm actually kind of mad that Instagram stole that because when you were talking about <laughs> compatibility, that's versus, what you wanted to say. Yeah, it isn't what you're like. It it is what you like. In some respect, yeah. I mean, like you can focus on on opposites, and like opposites can be attractive for sure. And like you can have chemistry that's really strong, but there has to be a a, a compatibility factor, right? I think like the ebb and flow of that, like yeah, like the yin and yang of it. Like you have to have. Uh, some compatibility or yeah. not a good amount of it i don't know how much i don't know what the fucking ratio is like if i'm gonna bake a pie how much compatibility do i have to have versus chemistry i don't know <laughs> like i'm not a good baker but well baking is a science and cooking is art and i would really be dissatisfied with the universe if love was just a science and there was a perfect <laughs> ratio yeah, um, it's true. There's, it's that's not. It's not. The, I've been talking a lot. Do, where do I stand on compatibility versus no. chemistry? Sure. If you want to ask yourself that question, do it. I was going to ask you something else. Let's answer your question. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, where are you right? What's your head at right now? I just dropped this heavy ass load on you. Like, this is legitimately. I don't know if it's. Maybe I'm an asshole, but I wanted to tell you about my breakup on record because I thought it would make for a good podcast episode. <laughs> I mean, like... Where are you at? What are you thinking? Do you have any questions for me? I mean, I'm pretty much open to sharing a lot of stuff on this. Well, let, let me... This is probably your breakup that is the most expected from me. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, tell, tell, me, tell me more. Tell me more. Like, does he have a car? Well, uh-huh. can it, uh-huh. do, you, do you think it would be appropriate to use like first letters? I mean, 
Are you talking of about your other, exes? Of exes? Yeah. yeah. Sure, yeah. All right. Uh, so, E, right? When yeah. E lived with you. Yeah. And shit turned sideways real quick. Absolutely. E was a... It was a brutal relationship. It yeah. was never we never should have been in that relationship. But both the, of us should not have been there. But I think that you are That's one that I'm not friends with. You are a sunny presenting person. What does that mean? Like I mean Optimistic? You, your house could like be on fire and you'd be like outside with a watering hose, like smiling and talking to your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> like like, yeah, okay, like, yeah. like don't worry about it. Like, yeah, I got it. I got this. Like, yeah. yeah. So okay. I didn't know how, like, f- what a shit show that relationship was. It was a dumpster fire. Like, I <laughs> hung out with you guys. Yeah, I know. I, I remember, like, I was trying to like get her to have friends, and I was like, "Oh, Wes is great to be his friend," which that was a bad move. That was a bad move. I'm We're sorry. gonna come back to that. Actually, okay. that's a great story. Okay, yeah. Um, and then I don't remember the last one who lived here, which is terrible. Beep boop. I'm sorry, A? Yeah, yeah, we'll cut that. Uh, yeah, A. Uh, so, you know, A, uh, you know, A actually, like, I hung out with all the time yep. for, like, a brief little bit um, while she lived here with you because she moved from out of town. She didn't have any friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I actually... Same situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I... Really liked that. I got along with her. Yeah, it was a great person. She helped me build my big fucking dick. <laughs> that big dick. That big dick. Uh, Rylan's ex-girlfriend helped me build my deck. It's a really great deck. Mostly by like hanging out with me while I sanded and stained wood. While you drank. Like, yeah, I mean, also, I never... Drank. I was pretty jealous during that time, honestly. I was like, I wish I could hang out with this. Yeah, you, you were working on the weekends. Uh, and she was not. So, like, yeah, and totally. then, you know, uh, I had a birthday, and, like you, like, you guys came and didn't tell anyone, and then, like, a couple days later, you were like, oh, yeah, we broke up. Wait, on, with A? a? Yeah. On your birthday? Yeah. I don't really remember that. You came to a birthday party having, having already broken up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then just, like... Yeah. Just presented as a couple the whole night. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we didn't want to... That was a tough, an interesting one because it was very mutual. Like, we yeah. both knew we were not in this, in the right space. Yeah. We were both unhappy. Yeah. And we had, like, made an agreement to move on. And that was, like, that was healthy and good. Yeah. Um, also, part of that, you know, I had already... Like, we're right now, like, to compare ish i'm not trying to do that but just to explain that right now I'm, I'm in this processing phase of still processing what happened to me two days ago right in that relationship with a i had processed that six months ago like i was already i was ready for that to end yeah i had been processing it through therapy and through like what i was going through and, and so had she like we had both been very ready for that to happen right so it was really easy to just be like yeah well let's not tell anybody about it until like this it's appropriate yeah yeah so you know so this one was, you know, kind of the one that I saw coming because you haven't been talking about it much. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe I saw the compatibility issues. Sure. Early. But also, um, because of who she was, uh, and she had no interest in getting to know me 
as a person or anything like <laughs> okay. that. Okay. Which is totally fine. Yeah. Actually kind of respectable in a way. Um, I just wasn't that emotionally invested. Did you just not think it was long term? You know, I, like, I haven't, like, really... Because, I mean, so, that's funny, like, so, and my, and my, uh, my part of it, right? Uh, yeah. I actually, I actually went into this relationship not wanting to make it a focal point of my conversations with friends. And also not wanting to make it all my life was about. Yeah. I wanted to make it, because I'd been there before where I had kind of made myself the fool of, like, always just, like, talking about or always being about this relationship about that person right yeah and i've learned that like it's it's a group of two people we're individuals and i want to maintain individuality and i want i want them to maintain individuality and so i made it a kind of a point uh this time around to like not make it such a big deal all the time of like oh my god i'm so happy because i'm with this individual because i also wanted to be like i'm so happy because i'm happy yeah and I'm happy because I'm painting and because I'm making a podcast and because I like I'm doing this or that, you know, like I didn't want to make my, and this is, this, this is like, this is what I guess it was, is that it was a personal choice I was making to not make my world about that individual. And I had done that so much prior yeah, that I really learned from it and realized that that was toxic and damaging to myself. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about painting. <laughs> Um, you painted something new. I did. I started painting this. I haven't painted in months. I painted I'm, last I'm night. aware yeah. that you haven't painted. <laughs> yeah, because you've months. come over here and seen the same thing on the easel. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, so, like... I... Yeah, so outlets. Like, actually, I've been talking to some other friends, and it was like, you think about, like, what outlets do I have? Also, I talked to my therapist about that. Like, what's a healthy outlet during this time to, to distract? And also to, like... Tinder. No. So, <laughs> actually, no, that's really, I'm glad you said that because like, I'm sorry. No, 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 yeah. no. And so what I've also wanted to do like this weekend is like not distract myself with that type of stuff. Like it's easy to just go to just sabotage and like not deal with the pain I'm in, you know, like, it, um, and that's what that is. Like it's destructive when you just go to something else and like try to, try to occupy your mind you know like and that's what like an app is a dating app is or like you can easily just it's the same thing as like calling up girls you used to know or whatever you know like and and to hold to to hold back from doing that yeah has taken me some real fucking like strength because of course like i wanted to do that a lot and what i've been trying to do is force myself to sit with this discomfort yeah and and to sit in it and to be part of it and yes like I got shit faced on Saturday. Actually, part of my therapy session, she told me, uh, don't drink too much. I said, today I'm gonna. And she goes, okay, well, like tomorrow don't. <laughs> like, yeah. And I, I mean, that was part of my coping, right? Was just to get kind of shitty. Yeah. Uh, and then to try to focus on myself. I, that, it yeah. feels really good to get just kind of shitty. Just to, it, it's a numbness that was very needed. Like, yeah. and uh, I say, I use numb as the word because like it was, that's how I felt. Was yeah. I didn't couldn't feel I was numb to the shocked to the to the shock and the and the emotional like trauma yeah you know that I was putting myself through yeah um, so yeah so uh, things to like do to sit in it because I'm trying to think about like I I, I imagine like when my therapist said like sit in this you know to sit in this like pain I imagine like sitting in my sit like imagine like meditating and like sitting in this fucking space and like 
focusing only on what's going on in your heart yeah. and your mind. Yeah. And um, I wasn't, I can't do that. Like, if I'm going to sit still, I'm going to put my, put my phone out and like, fucking buy way too many records like I did yesterday. <laughs> and uh, I bought a lot of good shit, dude. It's not cool. good. But, uh. but also, that's like, that's like a pre- it's a, it's a destructive mechanism. It's a preoccupation. I mean, I mean, not destructive, but it's a preoccupation of your mind to try to like distract. It's a distraction, right? Yeah. Um, so anyway, so back to painting is like, I was trying to think, think of what I could do that'd be like an activity I could do to help me process, but also just to help me sit in it without like having my phone, you know, like or how, how having the world around me. Yeah. And so, yeah, I started last night. I definitely, that guy still, you know, just posted on my story about my painting that I was making, but I, Oh, but then I still like put my phone down and I focused on myself and the work and I'm going to keep doing that. Like, and I think that's a good way to just like put my phone in the other room this time probably. And like, yeah. just sit in my feelings and sit in this heartbreak and this pain and paint it out and paint and just like be with my thoughts and process. Cause like, I think without doing that, I won't learn anything and I won't like move on. Yeah. Right. That sounds really deep. I wasn't trying to get that far into it, but yeah, yeah. So I made a new painting, and I don't, I don't really like it. I mean, it's going to be something else, but maybe I also kind of really like it. I like it. Um, actually, it reminded me. Uh, your spin of the week reminded made me think about it, which I'm very excited to talk about later. Yeah, uh, there's a line in it that says, uh, "Don't be the artist that paints the with just black." The, no, that paints like the storm cloud. Make sure you paint a silver lining. Yeah. And what that painting behind me is the fucking storm cloud. You know? Yeah, I actually I I yeah. thought storm cloud when I saw it. Yeah. And as soon as you said and when, that, I was like, oh, it's the David Bowie line. No, no, it's actually <laughs> Or not uh Sting. Not David Bowie. Yeah, Sting. He's yeah. quoting He's Sting. quoting Sting, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um very cool. Like your spin of the week really gave me a lot of thought. Uh really really cool one. Um but but yeah, so that's I think that's a good, I mean, I'm happy I'm painting again for sure. I'm fucking stoked I'm painting again. Um, I'm really excited to do that more. I'm excited to spend more time doing those kind of things. And like, that's not like saying anything bad about their relationship. I'm not saying that like it took away time from, I mean, if I would have said, Hey, I want to stay in and paint tonight, it would have been an issue. Like that was a healthy communication. Spend time with this person. Absolutely. I did. I still do. Um, you know, that's, that's a thing. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's really fresh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, uh, I felt like, probably from the alcohol I consumed this weekend, Yeah. I felt numb still. Like this today, like I didn't really feel like I could. Yeah. That's why when, I, when we were talking about hanging out, I was like, we can do this tomorrow. Like I was like, part of me wanted to really put off this conversation. Yeah. Not that I didn't want to tell you. I just wasn't, I didn't know if I was ready to yeah. have this conversation. Yeah. Or to like dig into it, but I am. Well, you know, so, so part of the thing about alcohol is it <laughs> does keep your mind from processing any information. So like you can keep yourself numb in this feeling for as long as you keep drinking. Yeah. I mean, it's today. But you'll thing. never get past it if you just keep binge drinking. I mean, I'm not, I'm not just like going to keep binge drinking. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't, it's, I didn't start drinking until one o'clock today. You know I mean? I had a good morning. Uh, <laughs> and I, 
I think it, part, part of it is it's still such a fresh experience that like, yeah, I, that's a feeling I'm, I'm still processing and I'm thinking a lot, but yes, it is. Um, I think it's, it's holding back the, the waterfall of tears that might be, which is coming. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you can yeah. like, you know, maybe also I have a drip as opposed to a flood. Yeah. But, and I, I really actually, you know me, like I like to cry. Like I like a good cry. Oh you yeah, know? I do. Yeah, I do. That's why I love that sad bastard music, you know? Yeah. Um, I like a really good cry. And uh, I was talking to somebody else about this relationship experience and about this weekend. And they told me, because uh, I was talking about how I really want like a great cry out of this, you know? <laughs> and they said, that's a lot of pressure to put on your cry. Like <laughs> you're expecting so much out of this cry that it's going to relieve you of all this other pressure. And I've, I've been thinking about that. Like, you know what? Like, that's right. It's just a piece of the puzzle, you know? Got to be more than than just the cry, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do love a good. I mean, that's what what I love about like owning a home. Like, I can scream cry as loud as I want, and nobody will fucking know. <laughs> like, and I I love that. I, I just I have never scream cried. Really? No. Really? You've never been crying so much that you just like when you take a breath, you're just like your m- I mean, mouth is just not since childhood oh like, yeah i tear up you yeah. have seen me cry as hard as anybody yeah really okay like yeah that is about what i'm capable of I mean, don't sell yourself short <laughs> you, you, anybody can get a good scream crying but no like i i have a hard time giving like any crying mm-hmm. yeah i mean i i, I yeah you're right I mean, that, that's that's where we're different for sure and that's okay too no that's good for you man because i just like yeah, I just hold it in. This is totally another thing, but I just live in denial that anything is going wrong. Yeah, so you think that like... And and if something is going wrong, it's my fault because that's a post-traumatic stress. Yeah, that's something you gotta get over, man. That's actually what, like when I said earlier, like this is the first relationship that I didn't do anything fucking wrong, you know? Like, uh, I'm, I'm really... I'm really going to hold firm to that because like we had a great relationship and I've, it was a good one and um, I'm not going to allow myself to, to put myself down about what, what I could have done or should have done or what I did wrong or whatever. It's like, you were great. No. So I think that's something that like a lot of people could, could try to enact on their own. Like you could do that a lot too. Like you, you're a great person. You don't, you don't need to be thinking like, oh, I did shit wrong. Nah. Oh, I did this wrong. Maybe pack it all in if you want to. Pack it all in and like hold that shit inside, but uh, also let it out. I'm working on it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah. slow, slow work. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, it, it's okay, man. I um, Like we said, too, like I knew it was coming in a way, and I was even ready for it in my own way. Yeah. Like, I was kind of like, you know what, like, if she, if she doesn't do it, I'm gonna kind of thing of like, you know, maybe like, this is not right for both of us. And, and I want, I want us each to be happy. And, but I didn't, I didn't expect, um, I didn't expect the feelings to be so strong. Like, in, in saying that, like, yeah, I was ready. And I thought that I was going to pull the trigger kind of, you know, you were rationally ready. That doesn't mean you were. Yeah, so emotionally, fuck no, man. No, I have, no. I've been a wreck since it happened. And I was a wreck immediately after it happened. Yeah. I I um 
I was not at all ready for how I was going to feel, even though, like, I thought, like, oh, yeah, man, you'll be fine. You're going to, this is a good thing. And it is. Um, but the pain is really strong. And this is, like, the heartbreak that I haven't, I don't think I've experienced it the same way. I'm sure, like, a relationship is different, you know? But. Well, you, you didn't hold on long enough this time where you had that deep-seated resentment. Yeah, you know, actually, yeah, it's funny. I listened to some sad bachelor music this weekend because I just, like, when I'm extra down like this, yeah. like, I just want to sulk in it, you know? Yeah. And I listened to some record this uh, weekend that's, like, just brutally fucking sad. And um, one of the lines in it talked about, like, like, a seri- like the built-up resentment, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't have that. Like, cause you, and that's a good point that I didn't, I didn't sit in it and let it go long enough to where I built up those resentments. Like we actually had a really great yeah. safe space and open conversation, like trusting a relationship that was like, didn't allow those things to build up. And that was what was really cool. Yeah. And I'm going to try to maintain that focus forward going forward. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, like nine months is not that long. That's also, I mean, I feel fucking silly about that cause I'm crying over a, not even a year-long relationship. Oh, shit, dude. But also, like, a, not a year-long relationship where, like, we're in a global pandemic when all you can do is spend time with that one other person. You know, like, yeah. all we could do is spend time together. Uh, yeah. And we got to really know, I think I think we got to know each other very well, but also at the same time, probably not, not enough. Do you want some perspective? Yeah, drop it on me, dude. Dude, soccer mommy... Color theory. The year old. A year old yesterday. <laughs> so know. your relationship is less long than your relationship with soccer mommy. You're saying I've had a longer relationship with soccer mommy's color theory than I've had with this this other human being. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> like that's a, it's a true statement. Is that's that a comforting? Great, no, I think that's comforting. I'm sorry. I mean, like, I'm sorry that's not for me because I. Uh, I'm gonna listen to that today. I I've listened to, actually I listened to that a lot last week. Um, mm-hmm. I listened to a lot of soccer money last week. I was also like you know the when you said you saw it coming and I, I wasn't trying to downplay you saying that with when I said um, I was trying to like not should not be focused on this relationship all the time. Yeah, I wasn't trying to downplay your for like your foresight. You know, uh, I've definitely like been in a funk for the past few weeks building up to this like yeah. something i talked to, like to my therapist about is like and also like to my ex-partner about is that like we i'd spent like every day in the past couple of weeks like waiting for it to happen like yeah and that's not healthy like to just like go every day being like is today the day we break up yeah is today the day we, we end it is today the day that i don't get to see her again you know what that is really anxiety ridden dude it and then it fucked me up and yeah. then you get to be depressed at the end of and that depression is so much better than the anxiety of living through that day to day. Is this the day we break up? Are you saying the depression at the end afterwards after yeah. it actually happens? Yeah, because I've done that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, um, you know, and I did it for a lot more it, than that. Two depression weeks. is definitely better than the, the build up. Um, yeah. The build up, though, yeah, the build up was very frustrating. And that, but that also comes back to what I thought when it happened. Like, I thought that I was going to have like a sense of relief. Yeah. I thought that I was going to have this, like, weight lifted off my shoulders of, like, okay, it finally happened. Like, here I am, you know? Yeah. That has not come yet. <laughs> no, that doesn't come. Um, that, that's a lie. I love it. <laughs> no, yeah, I lied to myself. Like, I thought that, like, I thought that 
Yeah. I thought that I'd feel some sense of relief knowing that it was over. That's no. not, that's bullshit. I was lying to myself. You just, you just trade from anxiety where you only sleep a couple hours a night to depression where you sleep 12 hours a day. And like, you know, you'll process this in time and, you know, it'll, it'll be different, but this is a wonderful time uh, for you to continue to grow. Yeah. You know? And like, just keep working on yourself, which is the one really nice thing about blaming yourself for your relationships going bad. Maybe I'm not an interesting enough person. You are, <laughs> you know, I'm not. No, no, I don't think you know, that anybody, I, I don't think anybody should blame themselves for, unless they do, unless they like did some wrong shit, you know? Yeah. I don't like in prior relationships, like ones that I did not just spiral down and sabotage to get out of. Yeah. Um, where I, where I took the end result and blamed myself for things. Yeah. I blame myself for stuff that wasn't my fault, right? And, right. And that's not healthy. Like, that's not good. Yeah. It's, it's fine if you can be productive with that guilt. No. Because that guilt is... I, I believe that guilt is not honest. Ah, I mean, you, it's a different way of processing it, but like... Okay, so you're saying that you would take that guilt and use that as a motivator to be better. Uh, but what you're trying to be better at, you're actually already fine at. Yeah. You're mm -hmm. just... You, no, you're pushing yourself to be your ideal human as opposed to... Yeah, you but... Know, it's, it's a good time to work on all the things that you don't like about yourself. Right now? Sure. I, I like myself. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> just... Like, honestly... How do you live like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I that's that's what I'm taking part of the thing I'm taking away is like I I mean, don't get me wrong, I like you, but like <laughs> no, I know, I know, and I like you too. You're good. You're a good man. You're good. You're a human being. You know, you're a good person. Um, I like when I say like I didn't do anything wrong in this. Like I didn't. No, I, I absolutely didn't. did not. Yeah, and so and also if anything, I did a lot of things right. You did. And so for me to try to, to use some self-deprecation as a motivator or, you know, is just wrong. That's fair. Yeah, I guess that would be dishonest. It's also, it's destructive. So like I talked to, actually on Saturday when I was having that therapy session, I said, I didn't, I was like, I don't want to fucking do this podcast anymore. I felt embarrassed that I've talked about how much in love with that person I was on a prior episodes. Yeah. But also that that love uh, that affection is real, and so I don't need to be embarrassed about that. I've learned that in the last couple of minutes. But I I had this thing of like I want to just give up give up the podcast, right? I'm, I'm done with it. I'm done with even trying to do anything. I was delete all those episodes. I could no. I mean, I could delete everything because I wanted to fucking throw it all out the window and just jump off a bridge. That's fair. You know, I didn't. I'm not ever going to act on that. I'm not a suicidal person. Uh, but um, anyway, when I got out of that though was like why like well actually sorry what I learned out of that is that that behavior in itself is destructive to yourself right so yeah. me just shutting down which shutting down is okay to like have a minute to just like be like fuck I need to take a week off and yeah take care of myself and, and cry a lot or whatever right who's to say what you're supposed to do to grieve you know nobody yeah but but to, to, to throw everything away and give up on something that causes, it brings me a lot of joy. Yeah. It brings me a lot of excitement and, yeah. and fun. That's destructive behavior and punishing myself for something I didn't even do. Right. 
Right. So, yeah, that, no, that's really fair. Um, dude, I just have to comment on it. I keep looking at it. What? You, you have Kesha out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this morning I went to the gym and I warm up. I mean, I also, I like Kesha I fucking love it. I fucking love that you've got Kesha out. You're like, I'm depressed. I am. I'm animal. ready. Yeah. I'm ready for this, like, fucking cry. And you know who might deliver that for me? I mean, no, no, Kesha doesn't give me the cry. What gave me the cry this weekend was my spin of the week and a lot of Owen. I listened to so much Owen this weekend who was going to be my spin of the week originally. Yeah. That guy is just lyrically, he'll tear you apart and make you fucking dance on your innards. Like, he's just, it's brutal. And the music he puts along with it is he's like, Beautiful chords that just break you into pieces as well. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's gorgeous. I listen to a lot of that this weekend. But I also listen to Pale Waves. Uh, my mind makes noise a lot this weekend. And that's actually what I was listening to yesterday. Yeah. And then for and, and Friday. That should be up on the wall right now. Kesha is on the wall right now because I was I had to work out at 7 o'clock this morning. And while I had my cup of coffee, I wanted to get pumped for my workout. So I Kesha put Kesha on that. and I got pumped. Kesha I woke up in the morning yeah. feeling like P. Diddy, you know. I got my glasses and out the door I hit the city. Yeah. Before I left, you know, I did. I brushed my teeth with a bottle of Jack. When I leave for the night, I ain't coming back. Oh, yeah, anyway. I love Kesha. Um, a ton. So much. I I went out. I listen to so much Kesha. Good for you. I love Kesha. I should probably get some Kesha on the mm. No, you shouldn't. I'm going to tell you right now. I barely listen to it. I've listened it, to that record maybe three or four times. Is there a lot of filler? No, there's some good songs on there. Yeah, but like... No, no, there's a lot. It's a fun album. Okay. But like, it's not very often I'm in that mood to get pumped up that I need to get Kesha to pump me up. Today was a special day yeah. where I was in a special place where what I needed to get pumped up was Kesha, you know? But yeah. Um, um Dude, honestly, uh, I don't even really care about the podcast. Uh, like today, like we, I'm just here to talk as long as you want to talk. Okay, I appreciate that. Like, you know, like, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Am I making it too much about the podcast right now? Uh, I think is that a distraction in itself? If the podcast is serving as a tool, yeah, which to it is serving as a tool process this through and then i'd say no you're not focusing too much on it but if it isn't working as a tool then i'd say well i mean we can also have like we can just keep recording and have a regular conversation that can cut out all the bullshit you know like so if you want to speak more freely no i actually can do that i've been speaking pretty freely me too yeah. um like i i feel fine about this being on a podcast i'm not worried about it i just yeah you know like um you know i just don't know yeah i mean um i mean like you've wanted to cry a couple of times like in tennessee yeah yeah um, i've definitely wanted to cry a couple and of times. like you haven't yeah and is part of that the podcast being, um, I think part there. of that, I think part of that is like the conversation and how it's progressing, and also 
Uh, I, I've cried a lot in the past couple of days uh, okay. about this. And, like, uh, it's like I, you know, like, maybe, like, how a certain piece of it could make you cry? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that piece can make me cry over and over again. Mm-hmm. It just really fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's like, that that piece can make me cry um, a million times. Like, just thinking about the fact that I think it sucks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I also had to, uh, <laughs> yeah, that part really sucks. I mean, all of it sucks. Yeah. <sighs> you know, it does suck. And it happens, you know, um, and I'm, I'm sorry. No, just like, uh, I keep thinking about like, you know, like, what am I really upset about? You know, um, and like how... Yeah, but like put put into words what sucks about this, and and that'll that'll maybe help you process it. Yeah, um, what sucks about it is like having like it's like being alone. Yeah, really sucks. Yeah. Um, also, like you know, like that, like in in this pandemic mode, like that person was my best friend right now. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, you're like you're my best friend. But, like, that person was... No, you, you were spending a ton of time with that her. That person was my best friend. Yeah. And I shared everything with that person. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, really hard to lose that. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah. Um, um, it sucks to, like, not, uh, not be able to, like, yeah, be with somebody. I mean, that, it's like that being alone is... I'm like, I'm not, we, we talked before on this podcast too, like about like, I'm not good at being alone. Yeah. Um, well, not, neither of us are. Yeah. And so that's also like, I mean, this is also a really good test for that, I guess. It's yeah. like to try to sit in my shit, you know, and, and, uh, and process and think about myself. And, yeah. But, but that part really, really sucks. Um, I also don't like that, like, and I feel, I mean, it might, I might change on this, but right now I'm in this mindset of like not wanting to pursue a friendship with that person. And that sucks because I like them a lot as an individual and as a friend, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't like them that way. Like I still have these romantic feelings that I like really are so strong that I like don't, I, I can't be that friend. Like I'm not going to be that person's friend. They go away. No, dude. I honestly, like, when we first, when her and I first started dating, yeah, uh, we talked about, like, you know, like, how to ease into a relationship. And, and she had mentioned, like, like, yeah, we can just be friends for a bit first and get to know each other. And I told her flat out, I said, hey, I've got plenty of friends. I'm trying to date you. Yeah. And I, and I was serious. I was like, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm good. I got plenty of friends, man. I don't need any more. I'm good. I want to date this person. I want to be with you. Like, yeah. And I meant that. And I fucking, I fucking meant that. <laughs> like, you know, like I still feel that way. And so that's where I'm partly like, you know, I don't want a friendship out of it. And that's, I think that's, that's okay. To, that, it is fine. And I, maybe we should talk about that because I feel like it's not fine. Even though everybody will tell me, everybody has told me. That's totally healthy and fine to not want to be 
yeah. to maintain a relationship with that person, right? Normal, actually. It's very normal. We, we are the freaks in this. Like, you know, I hate that I have ex-girlfriends that I don't talk to. I'm not friends with. Yeah, well, I mean... It I, makes me feel like I did something wrong beyond the fact that I'm just a shitty fucking boyfriend. I mean, that's not true, but I... I what I'm but, saying, it, but it makes me feel like that. Yeah. So good for you for being able to be like, I'm not sure if I want this even. That's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, I I, I have to... It, it is totally okay. And I, I know that, but part of me, you know... Like, part of me doesn't want to even, I mean, you know, like, it, it, I I struggle with, like, I don't want to write anybody off of my, out of my life, you know, or whatever, like, or, like, ignore someone or not be there for someone, like, or not be their friend, you know, and, yeah. and part of my, you know, beef in the relationship, if there was a beef, was, like, did I wanted this person to be better and be the, be the person that they needed to be for themselves, to be like to better themselves. I wanted them to have like good mental health and like good um, self-love. Right. And I still want that for them. Yeah. But I, I probably, you know, of course in a relationship, you don't, if somebody's telling you to go to therapy, like they're like, you're not going to go to therapy kind of shit. Like it's not healthy for someone to tell you you need to be in therapy. Like it's not, it's not good pushing. Right. There's, there's a way to encourage things and there's ways not to. I probably wasn't the best at that. But with that said, what I'm saying is like, I still want them to be the best, their best self. And, um, I guess I lost where I was going with that. I just, uh, I don't think I, oh yeah, sorry. In that, in that beef in the relationship, like I was like, you know, that's going to be my deal breakers. Like they can't love themselves. Like I'm not going to be in it. Right. Like, I can't be with someone who doesn't love themselves, right? But then when I think about, like, as a friend, like, I am totally going to be your friend if you don't love yourself. I'm going to get you through it. I'm going to be there for you through the process, right? Yeah. But I don't want to date that. Yeah. And is that wrong? No. I don't know. I feel bad about that. No, that, that is not wrong. Um, You know, I have long held that only happy people, happy single people can go into a relationship and be successful. Like, you're a little lonely, but, like, that's it. But, but you're happy uh, otherwise. You're happy otherwise. Yeah, because you care, you love yourself. You have, like, self-worth, right? Right, which is incredible uh, that I ever fucking dated with that mentality because <laughs> I'm a miserable person. But, Fair. you know, like, if you don't like yourself or your life, before you try to share it with someone, you're just going to fucking fuck shit up. Yeah. 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 That's very true. And I, I think that like, I think I've been that a lot. Yeah. And that's also part of what I take away is like, this is the first time I wasn't that. Yeah. Like, and I've been that person that brought myself down all the time and was down on myself so much. And I still am very insecure and very, there's a lot of self-loathing and self-deprecation in Ryland. Like there's a lot of that. And that those vulnerabilities definitely came out in this relationship. You know, yeah. that's fair to say. But I feel like as a whole, like I'm at a better place in my life than I've ever been as far as self-love. Yeah. And that's like it's an ever going, ever evolving, you know, trial. Yeah. 
But unless you do have a foundation of self-love, like you're not going to be successful, you know? No. Because you, like, that's just going to, it's going to tear you down. It's going to eat at you. It's going to ruin you. Yeah. And the other thing is, like, we talked about E earlier. Like, yeah. you would have gotten out way earlier. Yeah. Instead of letting it lead to you, like, freaking breaking like that, if you had, like, yeah. a proper amount of self yeah, no, if I, if I gave a shit about myself during that time, when that was in my early 20s, that relationship was, it's crazy that we've been, you and I have been friends for so long, you know all this stuff about me, and I kind of like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, in that relationship, I I sabotaged, the worst I've ever sabotaged, because I was so, I had so much self-doubt and self-hate that I needed to get the fuck out of there, and I knew it wasn't a good place to be in, I knew neither one of us were happy, and it wasn't meant to be, and I just like... Couldn't tell anybody but, that. But if you loved yourself in the beginning, you wouldn't have had to sabotage. You could no, just, no. Yeah. I could have been honest. Like, it could have been respectful. Yeah. It could have been a good thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could have been... It probably wouldn't have even happened. Yeah. Do you know what's really sad? <laughs> so I've got this incredible fire pit in my backyard. Yeah. And we don't live in the age of love letters that we could maliciously burn. Oh, man. Wouldn't yeah. that be cathartic? Part of me thinks that, yeah. I mean, destruction of property, <laughs> like that's a punk rock thing to do. Yeah, let's um, burn some love letters. Yeah. I, I don't have any love letters to burn, but... I know. Because yeah, we, we don't do that. You, yeah. can't, you can't just like, you can't... I mean, I could print out a shit ton of text messages and we can burn them. No, it would be the same. <laughs> but I, that would not be the same. That wouldn't be the same. It that not. might be fun. It might be fun, yeah. Yeah. Just... Print out like pages and pages of text messages. Yeah, we we, we could see. throw them in there one at a time. That'd be great. Actually, that'd be fun. That um, would be fun. We, we we could have like a whole party out of this. Everybody know? could, dude. We could do who like we, a, a text we, message burning party. Who do we know that's bitter and single? A lot of people. Really? <laughs> yeah. Also, it doesn't have to be that. I mean, like we could just have. You got a text from some fucker you met a while ago that you don't want, you know, just still probably sitting in your phone? Print that shit out. Let's burn it. No, I have a new like, phone, man. All my old phones are like trash. That's you, though. I mean, like, for me, like, I my, my fucking phone has like the last eight years of text message history in it. Oh, know? rough. Rough. Yeah. I do not do that. I also delete, uh, like, all entire oh. conversations. Good job, man. You're like probably, I think a lot of people don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, no, I, 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 you know, sometimes, like, uh, will, like, uh, I don't, I'm not timely about deleting them. Not timely. Okay. I let them hang out and bother me for, um, sure. A, uh, how would I put this? I, I set a timeline. Man, I fucking break up like a robot. Like, I have, you know, like an ex that I have a really hard time dealing with. It sucks because like she's one of the ones that I'm fondest of. Yeah. Okay. Like theoretically, but like we still don't get along when we talk to get yeah. to each other and that sucks. And I feel like I put the brunt on of that weight on me, but like maybe it's it takes Probably. two days to hang over. Yeah, or whatever. it's very mutual, I'm sure. But, but like even with the feeling that that is like raw in quotations, I got a calendar out when we broke up and I was like, I have 45 days and like 
if we get on this 45th day and I don't want to call or beg and beg for her to come back by X day, we're never going to do that. Wow. Okay. So you set a time limit of like reconciliation. I set a timeline for reconciliation. Um, or I set a timeline to start dating again. Wow. I said like, yeah. And it's pretty cool. You know, like, like, (laughs) sorry, like in my state of mind, I am like, that sounds all right. Well, but I can't be saying, would you say that's positive or negative? I'd say it was robotic. Um, Okay. Yeah. And I think that, but, I, I understand that. But like, you know, to to the point where like even rational people that I know were like, dude, just like go out and smash a one night stand. Which it like I did, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Not gonna give you much fulfillment. Um, no. Uh, like it was it was yeah. too early, it was just outside the forty five days, I think it cried. Yeah, totally. Um yeah. while she was still there. Yeah. While the one night stand was still there. I would have. I would have cried. Uh, uh, hopefully someday she'll she'll listen to this podcast be like i was there i was there <laughs> that you dude on me that dude was a wreck yeah yeah i think th- there is like a sense of uh robotic in a lot of breakups and it's funny that you mentioned that because i felt that way during this one yeah. when it was happening yeah i was you're tra- on the rails i was trying so hard to to hold my emotions i was yeah. also like you know i was holding in a lot of things. I was holding in frustration. Yeah. I was holding in those feelings. I was trying to be supportive. And so I was trying to be very positive and caring and understanding to their feelings. Well, that's just you though. Yeah. But that was also like made me robotic in a way because I was just consoling them and letting them do their thing. And then being like, okay. Yeah. And done. Yeah. You know? So, so what I, I mean, this is, this is, what i would say you know if you were to do the west average breakup method which i would not say is mentally healthy and it's fine okay what's the west average breakup method 45 days that's the reconciliation period okay yeah think about it i don't care if you sleep with anyone else in that period or not i choose not to but 45 days okay um 60 days two months okay i'm all ears on this you Uh, start dating again but only casually yeah, okay. And then, obviously, I've never actually made it past that point again. Which point? That one? Yeah. So it's a two-step process. This and, is great. But, but, but the thing is the projects. So that is actually the more important. Put your basement on the timeline. Dude, actually, somebody asked me, like, what are you going to do this weekend? Because I was like, I'm fucked up. You know, like, I'm going through yeah. some shit. And they're like, you going to work on your basement? And I was like, oh, that would be cool. At, that would not be cool this early, but like no painting and, and thinking about my issues is what I need to do right now. But, right, but, but yeah, like, no, but yeah, I should put that basement on a timeline. It's almost spring again. It, it's got to get done. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Put it on a timeline. Um, you know what else? I was like, so what? cleaning my garage timeline? was like was on the timeline when I went through my last break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna spend a day cleaning the shit out of this garage. You should now. Well, that was my last breakup. That was like years and years ago. <laughs> my garage is full of cardboard that we're going to burn with our love letters. I can't wait for the burn party. I can't yeah. wait. Um, your ex-girlfriend is coming over. It's going to be you, me, and your ex-girlfriend. It's going to be really <laughs> Okay, hold time. on, hold on. A that's not, that's not an ex-girlfriend, though. Does she, she not count? No, so her and I talked about that. She doesn't count because we were so young, we call ourselves childhood friends. 
So she actually says, if you were like younger than 21 when we dated, we're just childhood friends. And we were. Her and I dated when I was 20. Yeah. Um, okay. So we, we're calling each other childhood friends. And I think it's actually really appropriate. I'm I'm going to continue to refer to her as, as an ex of mine. Yeah. If that works for your mind, dude, do it. But I think hey, here's I'm the problem. so stoked to her. I'm, I'm going to name one of your ex-girlfriends. No. Yes. No. He's a letter. M. Okay. If we put who's cool and listens to our podcast, so she's cool with us using her name. If Kim is okay. a childhood friend, then <laughs> Okay. Yeah. That's okay. That's not. She's also a childhood that, friend. That, and I can't yeah. abide by that. No, I can because you know what? There's childhood friends I don't fucking talk to anymore, and she's one of them. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's childhood friends that I will never see again. She that That person is one of them. There's childhood friends that you want to catch up with. She's not one of them. There's childhood friends you do want to catch up with, though. Yeah. And that's and that you still want to be friends with that you are friends with. Yeah. That's where Kay's at. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Fair. I'm just not going to think like Because, like, bullies are childhood friends. I don't want to see those fuckers again. You know what I mean? Bullies? Yeah. They weren't childhood friends. They were bullies. Fair. But also, so I'm not going to call her a childhood friend. I'm going to call her a bully. Also, <laughs> also, you're six foot three. You're like two twenty, and you work out. Like, I hope you see all of your childhood bullies. And I'm honk six their foot tricks. four, by my mind. Thank you. You're lying to yourself. I am lying to myself. It maintains a sense of anyway, whatever. And I'm also not two twenty. I set on the scale today. It's two two fifty eight, my friend. That's even more. I got a ways to go to get to 220. It doesn't matter. You're in shape. You should go and look up your childhood bullies and pick on them. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm going through a thing right now. I want to fuck you up. Yeah. (laughs) The kid who like picked on you in high school just follow him around his day job. Oh, I'd love to do that. That guy was an asshole. Yeah. Actually, I met like I met one of those at a concert a while ago. I met this guy who was like a childhood bully kind of guy. Yeah. Like, I, like elementary school. Yeah. Know? And we were talking at this sh- concert. And I was like, oh, my God, I fucking remember you went to middle elementary school together. And he, had, he had no recollection of me. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is fucking interesting. Yeah. Just, anyway, it was kind of fun. So. Um, Have you had those same things? Yeah. I, I used to pick on this kid. Of course um, you did. Yeah. In elementary school. Like, a lot. Yeah. And it was just one of those um, stupid like hierarchy like they're the kids who were too cool to hang out with me yeah you were in the middle yeah and i was in the middle yeah, so yeah. like shit goes downhill yeah totally especially when you're a kid it's like i gotta find a way an outlet to release this shit yeah um and then he ended up being one of my friend's roommates uh-huh like as an adult yeah okay so i was like hanging out with this guy all the time in his apartment and i was like Dude, I always felt super bad about that. And it was like, fucking why? <laughs> picked on me for picking my nose. Picked my nose in class all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, you know. Yeah. He learned something from that. That's no, valuable. He, he continued to. But like, <laughs> well, I, not as an adult. But, no, but that's know. really funny. That's really funny. Yeah. I like that one. All right, we gotta, we're off topic right now. We're, anyway, so I like the childhood friends analogy. Okay. It fine. doesn't. It doesn't apply to all exes. Okay. It doesn't apply to ones you don't like. <laughs> okay. Like it doesn't work that way. 
Yeah. Uh, so that's fair. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, let's, let's... But yeah, so we're going to have a burn party at your place. We're going to burn all of our shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to bring some stuff to burn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That sounds really fun. And, um, so, and so my garage is full of all of my Oh, yeah, we're trying to clean your garage board. out. Yeah. Yeah, because I've been holding on to all of my junk mail and cardboard. Can we, can we turn your garage into a shop after that? Yeah. Okay. A wood shop. Yeah, I want to turn cool. mine into a gym. Yeah. And then I realized I don't want to work out in there. Like no, it gets cold in the windows. No, it's not the cold. It's just it's just it's just a dirty, gross garage. Oh, yeah. I like to work out in clean spaces. Yeah, I don't want to work out in a place where like, like you know, it's just gonna be dusty and. I mean, maybe if I was there every day, it might be different. If I was out there all the time, or if I put like yeah. a good flooring down or something, you know. But like, I got a basement to finish. Yeah, if, I'm not gonna jump on turning my garage into a gym until I finish this fucking basement. Yeah, this goddamn house. <laughs> But I've got one, which is great. I can screen cry in it, which is great. Um, yeah. Actually, when I first bought this house, I was with a, a girl at the time. And on our first night together here in the home, she screamed at the top of her lungs. Just screamed. And she went, isn't that fucking great? Nobody can hear us. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I guess that's kind of cool. Like, we don't want an apartment below or above us to bother somebody, you know? That's so weird because it's never bothered me to, you know have people above and below me. Same here. When I lived in apartments, I was never bothered by my neighbors, right? I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I can hear your footsteps or whatever the fuck. I I never cared. But some people are very mindful of that. And good for them. That that being said, this one time, it was a good breakup story. I was living in this apartment and I went through a breakup and my downstairs neighbor was the spitting image of the girl who just broke my heart. Oh, man. And the night that I got broken up with. She was up till 4 a.m. having drunk loud sex. <laughs> <laughs> and I was... Did you cry? I would have cried. Rough. No, I didn't sleep well. Yeah, of course you didn't. But I... Dude, I don't cry very often. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know. It's cathartic. You know... I'm, yeah. Maybe that's something... Maybe that's something you could... I mean, not that if you want to. You don't have to. But maybe that's something you might want to work on. Um... I think, well, so I think... Not that, like, crying is everything. It's, just, no, it's, a, it's a cathartic it's, thing. It, it is it's, helpful. It's a healthy, it's a healthy response to uh, specific emotion. Um, you know, so I've been... Way to break it down to a science. Anyway. Yeah, you know, so I've, I've been going uh, to therapy. You know, mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of results, I think, um, from... That and maybe someday I will be really sad and I'll be able to cry. Yeah, man. I think. On the other hand, maybe I'll have my shit together by the time I'm done with therapy. Yeah, that's fair too. I don't ever see myself being done with therapy. I feel like it's like a life choice I've made, like exercise, to where like I might always need someone that's unbiased to talk to you about my garbage. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, But that's also like. I, maybe I think I have a different type of therapy than you do. So there's lots of different methods and mechanisms. That, well, yeah, I mean, you, you know, don't get electricity shot in your head. Definitely, yeah. No, I just talk. Yeah. yeah. Um, Not on like a couch like, and, or anything like that, but I mean, I just talk. And my therapist has been like, when you're done with these programs... Then we can talk. No, we're done. Oh, we're done. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Like, that's this, cool. This is what I do. It's I, a, yeah, that, that's really cool. fix people... Yeah. And then they go. 
Cool. And that's if, great. And she even said one time, um, if that bothers you, that is even another issue. Yeah, it is. That we can talk about. And like at the time, I was like shocked. I was like, it bothered me because I just finished EMDR, which is, you know, yeah. uh, a way to reprocess trauma for PTSD. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, and then like she came back the next week and she was like, I took a class on blah, blah, blah. And now I'm licensed to like do all this stuff. So like, let's do it. Wow. So, um, I'm a quarter of the way through that program. Cool. Yeah. The EMDR program? No, I'm done with the EMDR. Oh, you're a quarter of the way through a different program? Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, you yeah. You don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. No, nah, I'm totally cool with it. Okay, I'm, what is I, it? I've yeah. already talked about it on this podcast where they're shooting the electricity. Yeah, so okay, that's a new program. My okay. Yeah, yeah, that is an EMDR uh, that is transcranial something something. I can't remember. Cool. It's T C D R H F H three. There's only two more words. But um <laughs> Yeah, you know, so uh for anxiety, so my brain is still pretty fucked up from walking around with post traumatic stress disorder. Uh for yeah. yeah. However long I was doing that. Um, yeah, most of your life. Yeah, probably. Uh so you know, I have all these issues that are old brainwave patterns yeah. left over from post-traumatic stress. Yeah. So, like, I can't read facial expressions. Yeah, we talked about that, yeah. Which is, like... Yeah. I mean, and I didn't even know that I couldn't do that well. Mm-hmm. Like, just because you kind of... It isn't like there's a class where you read, you know... uh Facial expressions. No, you, 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 you never learn that. You yeah, just, you it's just part of social society. Like you just, yeah. But it, but it isn't like you know your buddy Nathan just like killing your ass in calculus, like yeah. and being like, oh, he just is a smarter human being. Than yeah, fuck Nathan's. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just joking. I didn't take calc with Nathan, but anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So like, theoretically, that is something that will resolve itself. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think that's um, great. But it is really low on my priority list. Yeah, that's um, fair. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm not giving you a full conversation right now because I'm distracted by the sun and the beautiful outside behind you. I'm looking yeah. out the window. Yeah, it's beautiful. But I think day. I think it's a good time to call it for a minute. We'll just uh, we can reconvene. We can we can talk more about this tomorrow. Yeah, I don't want to talk about my therapy. Yeah, no, no. Wait, wait, we can let's let's talk about you know. I want to have heartbreak version two. Heartbreak part two sounds. Also, in heartbreak part two, we'll we'll get through our spins of the week, which like mine. But but right now we're gonna call it okay. And I think we should think about that option. I love you, buddy. Love you too, man. Thank you for sharing this time with me. Yeah, is it okay that I dropped that bomb on you like that? I'm sorry if it was weird. I feel like this, like you said, it's a topic we talk about.